1: I'm a pastor's daughter. I've grown up in a pastor's home pretty much my entire life. And I just got saved this past year, 2023, at age 22. I had made many professions over the years, various times. At age 9, I'd prayed many prayers in between these times. But I remember praying again at age 14. Um, There was one time at age... The first, time, the first time I had become probably under conviction during a service was age 16. I was at Youth Week in 2017, and I remember being under pretty heavy conviction on a Friday night, and I had gone forward at the altar. The main reason was I had been doing things behind my parents' backs for several years at that point. Um, I had gotten a phone at a pretty young age. I was texting people I shouldn't have been texting. I did not set boundaries for myself in these things. And I was doing things I knew I was not to do. And it bothered me. And so I had gone forward at the altar just thinking, you know, maybe I'm not saved. Maybe I'm just backslidden. And I remember going forward and just confessing those sins to God. But then praying a prayer like, God, I don't think I'm saved. Would you please just save me? And I called my parents later that night and confessed those things to them as well and just went on with my life from there. And I remember because I stopped doing the things I had been doing and I, I had no desire to go back to them, I just remember taking from that that these are evidences that I'm saved. My life has changed. I'm not I'm not doing these things anymore. I don't want to do them. And I took those as... My life had been changed, so I'm saved now. So I had told people about that profession. I had actually gotten baptized. This was the second time at that point. And my life pretty much was a blur for the next couple of years, just living how I lived and thinking I'm saved. And But I did remember there were several times that I think I was under conviction, and there were a couple of times I would just have a twinge of, Am I really saved? But just brushing it aside. And at some point, I don't remember how old I was. Probably about 18 or 19. I just started having the need. I just felt the need to have a Bible reading schedule. I wasn't reading my Bible. um, And I thought there was just a void in my life. There was something missing and I didn't know what it was. And I would try different things trying to fill that void. And I remember thinking, you know, I'm not reading my Bible. I think I think I need to start reading my Bible. I think that'll help me. I think that's why, you know, because I'm saved and I'm not reading my Bible. That's probably my problem. So I actually started a regular reading schedule where I would read every day. And, and I just kept that up. I just kept up that daily reading. Not, not necessarily getting anything from it, but just reading my Bible every day reading multiple chapters and it was probably about that time also we had started memorizing first John we had started memorizing the first first couple chapters of first John the first the beginning of 2021 and that started to make me really uncomfortable. I had I had no peace when I would when I would try to memorize those verses they just... They didn't sit right with me. And I didn't really understand why. Things that, because I had not been reading my Bible before that point, really was not familiar with. And these verses just made me very uncomfortable. And that youth week, God had started really working on me. Youth week of 2021. I was definitely having doubts about my salvation by that point. And a few months after that, we had had Brother Rick Rosen to preach at our church. And I just, there was no peace after that. I was so uncomfortable, just so torn up, just torn every which way. Still trying to convince myself that I'm saved, but just deep down knowing something's not right. And in 2022, after Youth Week, well, during Youth Week, Quite a few people had made professions and still kind of thinking I was saved at that point. I was very happy for them, but something was still not right within me. And after youth week, I made another profession myself and I eventually started telling people about that. Things just seemed to change in my life again. I just, it seemed like I had more peace and things Seemed different in my life, but after a few months, it got worse than it had ever been. Preachers started preaching on the rapture, and that tore me up. I there was just a fear, such a horrible fear, there when people would say about the rapture that I just knew that a child of God should not have that fear. By October of 2022, I had become absolutely convinced that I was not saved, and I had told several people, um, my dad and brother McVeigh, my uncle, I was not saved. I was lost. I just knew I was hopeless. I had, I was very, very low at that point. I stayed, I stayed very torn up all throughout the fall and into the beginning of 2023. I remember having times of being, just feeling so absolutely hopeless, and just trying to believe God, and not being able to, and I was so scared of the rapture, and of dying, and there were times that I would, basically screaming, but silently, and being so torn up, and I hated hearing of the rapture, but I realized that more than just hating hearing about it, I hated God because I hated the fact that there had to even be a hell and a judgment. And I hated God for that. And I knew it. And I remember my Uncle Tim, Brother McVeigh, telling a group of us, different people at different times, that why don't you just go ahead and tell God you hate him? And the thought of that terrified me, but I knew it was true, and I knew I thought it. And I remember telling God that I hated Him, and just being so scared that He would just just kill me at that point because I hated Him. But God, in that, was merciful to show me that about myself, that I hated Him. During those points, there were still quite a few times that I would... Just pray, or I would read something in my Bible and just think, God, I believe this. And think, maybe, maybe that, maybe I'm saved now. And I would almost go off of a false sense of joy or something in my life. And I would think, Oh, I'm saved now. And then, even most times within the same day, realizing that I'm not and just hating God even more. Even though it wasn't his fault, just hating God for my unbelief. And That was, sometimes that was even a daily struggle for me, but I, I just didn't know. I didn't understand. And I remember at multiple points, I can think of at least two times that I would ask, that I asked God to show me what it was that was keeping me from salvation. He showed me both of the times that I asked, and probably more than that, honestly, When he would show me, I would just give up on my trying to get saved because I knew what I wanted, and it wasn't God. I wanted marriage more than I wanted God. And I remember on multiple occasions just angry at God and just saying, I just wish I knew if I would ever get saved because if I'm never going to get saved, then I want to just go and get married and live how I want to. And when I would say that, I would just have to realize where my heart was, and that I didn't want God. And he would just show me again and again that I really didn't want salvation. I didn't want a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. I just wanted the comfort of knowing that I wouldn't go to hell. What I mostly wanted was the possibility of getting to marry a decent guy and having a decent marriage. And really, what I wanted was what I thought were the benefits of salvation, but I didn't want Jesus Christ. On March 31st of 2023, I was on my way home from work. I was not driving, but I was doing my Bible reading. And there were just things I was, again, ensnared in that I just couldn't get control over. And I was thinking on some of those things, and it hit me that I was no better than I was when I was a 14-year-old girl and chasing guys and doing things behind my parents' backs And I realized I was the same person. And I thought that I was better now. There were several godly women that I looked up to. And I would look at them. And I just knew that I could never truly be like them. I thought maybe maybe one day when I'd be that age, maybe I could fake it. But I could never really be like them in my heart. And I remember in that moment just having a desire for it. Like I had never had before. I wanted... I suddenly, just for the first time, I wanted to be able to be happy, even if I could never get married. But I knew that I couldn't do it on my own. And I knew I needed God to change me for that to happen. And for the first time, I actually wanted God to satisfy me with himself. I just, I wanted rid of myself for the first time, but I didn't know what to do. I went back into my Bible reading to finish, I've usually read several chapters, and I went back to finish a couple chapters for the day. And I usually read in the Old and the New Testament. But I had finished my New Testament reading already. And my inward first thought was that, well, I guess I won't be getting saved during my Bible reading today, because I already finished in the New Testament. I'll have to read I'll have to read extra chapters after my Old Testament reading. The backstory to that is that I had heard of people that said they had gotten saved out of the Old Testament in places like 1st or 2nd Chronicles, but I specifically remember not believing them. And as I was thinking on that, a verse suddenly came to my mind, and it was 2nd Timothy 3.16. It says, All scripture is given by inspiration of God, and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. And that was a verse that I had learned as a young child, and I'd had it as a memory verse for vacation Bible school, and had just very familiar with it for a long time. But the words hit me where it said all scripture, and I believed that. For the first time ever, I believed that I could get saved out of the Old Testament. And I was kind of like, huh, I had never really believed that. I had never believed that people got saved out of the Old Testament in those certain places. And so that that was kind of strange to me. Like, I actually believe that. And so I went back in to read my Bible again. And as I started to read, I realized that I believe that he would save me. That he would save me right then. And somewhere in that, he gave me his faith. Probably a few months after that, um, the words to the line in a particular song, um, I Know Whom I Have Believed, stood out to me, where it says, I know not how the saving faith to me he did impart, nor how believing in his word wrought peace within my heart. And that was true for me. I, I, had, I don't understand how he did it, but I know that he did do it.
0: There is a lost soul who started of his sinning, and he longs to return to the Lord. As he cries for forgiveness and mercy, God is waiting. You have been listening to the Daily Doctrine Podcast with Evangelist Tim McVeigh. For correspondence, please contact us through our website and someevangelists.com and use the contact form to connect with us. You may also subscribe to the podcast through our website or search for Daily Doctrine Evangelist Tim McVeigh on iTunes. And remember to look up for your redemption, there, was peace where where there only was Now the angels of God are rejoicing, for the prodigal child has come home, and the saints all with gladness are singing. Sorry.